I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, and Gwendolyn's gift to Juna was genuinely a tea caddy and nothing sordid, you naughty-minded lot, you. Nah. <laughs> 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 ah, Just a, key, a tea caddy. It was something, a little, lovely little box to put your tea in. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by this glorious party. Say hi, everyone. Hey! Hello! Hello. Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone ready to set off on your next adventure? Yes! Yeah. Yes! Then Bring let's it on. Cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice. Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice. Seize your sheets and D20. Let's play D&D. Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand. You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans. Take a turn when checks are missed. Roll initiative. Brandish your blades. Don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every So, with the party in Vernock Rise for the Heart of Spring celebrations, they drew names and set about the city in search of the perfect gifts to give each other. Enkidu found a magic flute for Gaius, Orin had a shield engraved for Enkidu, and Juna eventually found some magical books for Orin. Gwendolyn's search led her to an establishment of a certain kind, where she ordered a tea caddy for Juna, along with two friends as entertainment for the evening. Gaius, disguising himself as Heron Ilwyn, managed to acquire a small music box for Gwendolyn, and sent the bill onward to the Arcanist Consortium. After a procession to celebrate the day and a traditional planting of flowers at sunset, 
The party return to their lodgings to find Juna's gift ready and waiting. And we're going to pick up the next morning because we're going <laughs> yeah. to see what happens inside that room. <laughs> in the theatre of the mind. What happens in the room stays, <laughs> stays in the room. Stays in the room. But uh, yeah, the next morning, um, Juna, Orin, Gaius, Enkidu, you've all gathered downstairs uh, for breakfast. So you're chatting away, and again, the, the breakfast is, is quite a nice spread. Um, a lot of it's like leftover food from the night before that's slightly been reheated, but still tastes good. Everyone wants leftovers. Yeah, mm. Christmas Day lefo- leftovers oh, are yeah. absolutely banging. So I once <laughs> made, I got a blender for Christmas, like a sort of smoothie maker. I was kind of worried where this is going. And I once made a Christmas dinner smoothie. Oh my god! No. And it no. looked. Vile, but tasted amazing. No, <laughs> that's impossible. I think you've gone too far there, Vicky. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, oh. that's made me feel. I believe a you. Sick. I believe you that it tasted good. Oh but it did taste good. Yeah. Um, as you're all sat uh, eating, and boys, I believe that you were having a drink the night before, so maybe you're yeah. a little bit hungover, a little bit delicate. Juna's gift, as it were. Uh, <laughs> Forrest and Kath both make their exits. Uh, stroll down the stairs, sort of quick, give a quick nod to Juna on the way out. Good to meet you, Forrest. Good to meet you, Kath. And you, Juna. Absolute pleasure spending the evening with you. Oh, likewise, likewise. <laughs> they wander out, out of the door. Shortly afterwards, Gwendolyn makes her way down and joins you all. Well, good morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. Morning, Gwen. Morning. Did you all have a lovely evening? Yeah, we had yes. a nice night drinking down yeah. here. Did, Feeling uh, slightly delicate. Yeah, we're a bit delicate on the delicate side. Did you guys have an eventful evening? It, it was very eventful, wasn't it, Gwen? We played some beautiful games. Oh, look, this is what Gwen bought me. It's a tea caddy. Look at the tea bags. So it is. I tell you what, we did so much tea bagging last night, didn't we, Gwen? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had quite a few cups, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yes, it was such a shame when you left, Juna, though. Oh, dear. So, which destination are we picking for today? They actually um, stayed over and we just had a big, massive spoon. And um, and they both gave me a kiss on the cheek as they left. It was lovely. Okay. I didn't realise people here were so friendly. I'm going to tell you something, Gwen, that might make you laugh. Oh, really? I've been in a very similar situation a few times before, where someone's bought me some friends to come over with various things, uh, tea, uh, sometimes vegetables, uh, sometimes uh, a stew, every every so often. Oh. And when they come over, they come over with some... Uh, some very special toys and offer a very special service if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I thought oh. that's what you'd bought me for the Heart of Spring. <laughs> I mean, that is what I bought you, isn't it? No, 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 Gwen. I thought we were going to have an orgy. <laughs> oh my god. I'm, I'm not disappointed that we didn't. I thought it was a beautiful gift, but I've got to be honest with you, Gwen. I thought, goodness gracious me, she's run out of her wedding. She's, you know, she's buying her old maid an orgy for the Heart of Spring. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, yeah, that's what I thought oh. was going to happen. Oh, I didn't know you could buy an orgy. You can buy anything. Wow. <laughs> um, well, uh, well. I mean, I don't know if I feel like I'm a bit shortchanged now. Oh no, it it was spectacular. But I am relieved that it was tea. Oh, oh, good. Well, as long as you had a nice time, and, I and had they were a very beautiful pleasant, time. Oh, lovely, lovely people, and and this caddy 
is going to be just beautiful. In fact, does anyone does anyone want a tea for breakfast? Oh, and Kidi's just staring into his cup. Just, just not, he's not here. <laughs> he's just looking into his cup. I didn't hear any of this. <laughs> well, that was not the gossip I was hoping for today. But fine, that will do. <laughs> I'll have a tea. <laughs> I will certainly. Yes, I would love a cup of tea. Yeah, uh, which one tea. do you want? Oh, there's options. Oh, the dragony one. You can have the yeah, the dragony one. Yeah. So um yeah, in the box there's about 20 Twaintide bags. There's uh 15 Dragon Barley bags. There's 30 Dravain Standard. That's like a, a breakfast tea. And there are 15 Witch Brew and then just one Focus. Okay, gang. So uh Enkido, you asked the question earlier on before, but uh yeah, which which way are we going? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should pick the one that's easiest to get to from here. Which is... Remind me. Uh, just into my notes. Everyone diving into the notes here. Oh, it's got serious. We're not just buying presents for each other. And Oh, <laughs> oh I've got copy Ben's notes written down. <laughs> uh, but my notes aren't good because Ben's notes are basically, Ben, listen to the recording as you edit it. And I haven't edited it yet. <laughs> Let me let me let me go to my notes and I'll resend you the notes that you should have. You just follow the yellow brick road. 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 Oh, oh. oh my god. Which direction did we travel in to get to Forlos Vale? Northeast, right? You're in you're in Vernock Rise. You're not quite at Forlos Vale just yet. Vernock Rise, sorry. But you've, yeah, you've basically been travelling east from Tillisham. David's just sent us the stuff again. Yeah, so to the south there's a tower on the coast only seen by moonlight. And then to the east there's the Forlosian Hills is a note that reads um, that Archmagus Haston said to have wandered into the hills before disappearing entirely. And then to the north, which is the third option, in the golden forest of the Lake Ward is a note that reads descendants of Archmagus, uh, Arida Wingthrup, fiercely claimed the eastern edge of the forest, likely hiding something there. I think the south one we were told is the closest, right? Oh, was it? The south or the east one. And if we yeah. go south, we go through Twaintide. Oh, oh my I mean, that's gosh. the side <laughs> frankly. What? The Twaintide. The, the Twaintide. Twaintide of the region. Tea. Mm-hmm. It's also nearer to get from the south one to the east one. Like they're they're closer to each other than the other one. Can we go east and round and then around to the south? I don't know because we'd have to come back on ourselves to go back to the east one. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So that we need to make sure we've got enough room for as much twain tea, tied tea on the way back. We've got a caddy now. <laughs> yeah, we've got that caddy to fill, but it's pretty full at the moment. So south first uh, or east first? Should we roll? Um, oh, that's a good. That's a fair. I yeah. Yeah, all right. Shall I roll a, a d20? Odds is east and evens is south? Yeah, go for it. Go on then. Evens, south. To the south. Now, can we trust Vicky's role there? Or does she just want to go to Twain Tide? <laughs> yeah, that's a bias. <laughs> that is. <laughs> so are we thinking we head south and then we make our way up round to the east and then head north afterwards all in one Big journey, yeah, is make that it the a plan? Full circle, why not? Or, or what is the idea that we come back in between? Are we meant to be reporting back? Well, we just pick uh, a direction first. I mean, anything could happen in this place. Is what if <sighs> we're getting tangled in a crown like situation in each place? We don't know. Well, we don't want to get into the situation. He just said to watch the situation and see what's there, right? He didn't say to get tangled or ensnared or anything like that, right? We're getting information, really. Yeah. 
True. Um, perhaps Heron has a way of us being able to check in with him um, to send information back to him. Uh, I suppose if we make sure we have a meeting with him before we leave, just so he knows what's going on. I don't think we can have a meeting out. with him before we leave. Can't, didn't he say that he doesn't want to No, he doesn't want to speak to It was to just us. yesterday we couldn't see him again. Oh, okay. Couldn't we just like uh, maybe we go... We can send the, him a message maybe. Yeah, go up to the gate and then... Lo- and then um... Or s- tell him to come down to us. He might come find us here. Yeah. I heard he was dancing down one of the streets yesterday. Really? What? Oh, really? Yeah. I heard it from Jenny, the cobbler in the town. What, there's another Jenny. <laughs> another one here. <laughs> Copy and paste NPCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, um, um, she's like the nurses off of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or Mrs. Rabbit in Peppa Pig for the younger listeners. <laughs> yeah. If we head east, just saying, and then go south, and then go north, it takes us via the Lockholt Wood, so we can check in on the Henge. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, are just, we, sorry, are we changing plans then to go to east then first? Well, I'm just saying that that's what we could do. And just as another thought, if we're only going to one... I mean, I was sort of planning on heading north myself anyway, so anything that's heading that way, I'm more of a fan of. I guess we need to ascertain if we're doing one and coming back or if we're doing all three, don't we? Yeah, okay. Uh, Juno, could you just send him a quick thing and just be like, hey, like, asking those two questions, which one are you in need of us searching first, is it? It's whether he wants us to do all three or just do one and check back in. I think he wants us to do all three. But I think the order and how we do it is up to us. He hasn't mm. given us any specific orders. Mm. Mm. I can message him, but you've got to be 120 feet away. That's pretty near, you've got to be. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty near. Well, I mean, he's left us with like some very vague instructions, so I just assume we interpret it how we want. Ooh. Oh, your book, Orin. Orin's book, yes. Yeah, I can send him a message. I don't know if he can reply. Well, perhaps we tell him to come meet us down here. Yeah. And then he just has to. I'm just a little concerned that he said he didn't want to kind of is it only yesterday he didn't want to be seen by us again? I kind of picked up the impression he kind of didn't want to be seen around us. Well, maybe he could do his little um, illusiony thing into one of our rooms, and then he wouldn't have to be seen coming down here at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so let's 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 work out how to do that then and get on the road. Ah, uh, okay. Why don't you all come up to mine and Orin's room and? Are you going to send this message? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, if that's what we're oh, doing. Let's we, do it. Come on. Close? Yeah, okay, let's go then. Um, let's go. So you all head on up, squeeze into to Orin and Juna's room. What are you writing in the book, Orin? So I think Orin's going to get out one of his quills and he's quite excited to try out the book as well and just test it out. Uh, finds, finds one of the pages. Uh, dear Heron. Ah... Uh, <laughs> Overly formal. Ah, oh, okay. Um, uh, I, uh, we, we've got some questions about the mission. Can you send, um, your illusion to the Drakes for a brief chat? Sorry if this has appeared on your desk in the middle of something else. That's like 30 plus. I don't know if there's a limit. For this, there's no, it's, it's as much as you can fit onto a page. Oh, so it's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, sorry. There's a brief moment after you've sort of finished writing and sort of you decide that that's the end of the message. You take away your quill and there's just like a very small arcane ripple that you see across the letters. And then the entire page just like fizzles up. So it's, it's, yeah, it's like a little crumpled, or it almost looks like it's burnt or like really aged very rapidly. Uh, So you can't use that page anymore. But shortly afterwards, you do receive Heron's voice in your head. He says, can't visit, 
Be careful how you use that spell. <laughs> Everyone can see. If you have any more questions, please direct them to my butler. Um, you get the sense that you can respond to to his voice in your head oh. as well. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Heron, sorry about writing on the desk in public. Which one of the three are we meant to go to? All we need to know. Um, again, there's a short short pause, and then his voice appears in your head again. He goes, any and all, if you can. Do I sense I can reply? Yep. Any first? There's a, another brief moment, uh, and then uh, you get the sense that he's slightly exasperated. He's like, nope. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, th- th- thought not. Cool. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> um, bye. Back soon. There's no response from that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I don't. I don't think he, he he wants any any and all of them is what he wants us to investigate. Um, it doesn't seem to matter which order or which one. Any any or all. So, uh, I mean, one or more. Um, it, it's up to us. I think. I mean, where would you like to go? I want to go north. Then let's go north. Yeah, I yeah. I concur. Sure. I have no preference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> to the north in the golden forest of the Lake Ward, the descendants of Arch Magus Arida Wingthrop fiercely claim the eastern edge of the forest, likely hiding something there. So we're off to the golden forest of the Lake Ward. Well, that sounds nice. I'll just go grab Bessie. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get some food for the journey. Yeah, how much mm. does it cost to stock up? Um, yeah, if you all want to sort of spend spend an hour or so getting yourselves ready. Can I get... Is there any health potions nearby or places where we can buy health potions? Make a, make an investigation check. Um, 21. 21. Um, yeah, you do find a shop called uh, the Well-Stocked Cabinet. <laughs> which is, from the looks of it, is like alchemist supplies, but they've also got a few potions out on display as well. Okay, I'll just wander in and go... Um... Hello, good sir or madam. Um, I am from the consortium, and I would like to purchase any um, uh, healing potions that you have. Uh, and there's a, a young half elf with a uh, sort of blonde hair tied back in a very strict braid. He sort of looks at you and says, "Most orders for the consortium are handed to us via the consortium." Well, you know, buddy, this is just a bit off the books. Yeah, see, so um, go on, give us a discount. You know, you want a handsome fellow like yourself. I don't know who you are. Uh, I can assume from your tone of voice that you are not from the consortium. But we do have some potions upon display if you need any. Uh, go on then. What you got? So if you have a, a, a brief glance over over the collection, and there's, there's a, a fair range in amongst all of the ingredients that have all got very different colours. If you're looking for healing potions in particular, yeah. they, are, they are marked up. There are a few sort of red bottles lined up down the front. I just want like, I want to know what the price is just for one standard one. Yeah, they uh, they look at you, sort of look you up and down, uh, sort of direct you over. And there's no price tags on, on the bottles themselves. And they say, I could sell you three for 200. How about one for 20 on friends discount? How about one for 80 gold pieces? Okay, how about 50? <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. Good friends. Come on, buddy. We'll go with 50. You'll save a life. You never know. I mean, 80, 80 is the is the cost of them. Yeah, but fifty is friends discount. Come on, buddy. I'm from the consortium. I'm a big wig. You can trust me. Make a deception check. <laughs> I'm going to do my best with that. Can I come along and be like, oh, it's you from the consortium? Have <laughs> an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> it's very funny, but <laughs> uh, sixteen. 
16. I didn't need it. Um, they look you up and down. They say, for 50, I can give you the ingredients, but you'll have to construct it yourself. Oh, for God's sake. Um, <laughs> all right, fine, buddy. Uh, okay, fine. And I will give him the 80 gold. Oh, 80. Wonderful. He was buying a prepared bottle, uh, hands you over a basic healing potion. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. And he will walk out. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Pleasure doing business with the consortium. <laughs> <laughs> totally got away with that. <laughs> Thanks, June. I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate the help, though. I'll just throw that to Gwen. Just be like, hey, Gwen, in case we need it in a pinch, you hold on to that. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. That That looks useful. So, uh, for anyone looking for general rations and things, uh, you can find them for three gold pieces, ten days worth of rations. Fairly good ones as well, not necessarily just like your basic biscuits and dried meat. This is it's stuff that actually tastes nice, and there's a few more like packs of ingredients that sort of go alongside that to, to turn the basic ration into a meal for you if you sh- if you should need it. Is there a, is anyone else looking for anything in particular to take with them on the road? Yes, please. Uh, so, mm. question. So, if have I had any chance to look through Juna's lovely book that she given me yeah i'll say like during the night in the morning like you've had a little chance to have a quick look through and have i got an idea of kind of what reagents and stuff that i might need to make useful stuff yeah 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 each of the things comes with a list of uh, ingredients so that you know what you need to prepare it okay can i buy like general ingredients or do i need to buy ingredients for a specific thing there is some uh, some crossover between between the different recipes in the book that there is uh, some sort of basic sets but then yeah each of them seems to have like one or two like specialty ingredients to just give them their boost Okay, and do and uh, expensive asking lots of questions. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, like what sort of potions are in there? Have I had a chance to have a read? So yeah, the um the three that stand out as sort of it is a fairly academic book as well. So there's a lot of like Excellent. general theory and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but the three that you can see that are straight away usable is a basic potion of healing the the recipe for that uh, a recipe for some basic poison and a recipe for something called bottled smoke Ooh. do i know what bottled smoke is or i'd have to uh, from from the description essentially it's like a little smoke grenade oh that sounds fun can i go back to the wellstock cabinet <laughs> you can <laughs> <laughs> just this guy is leaving <laughs> yeah all right guy <laughs> Yeah, don't tell me you're from the consortium. It doesn't work. <laughs> Why would I tell them that? <laughs> uh, I'll tinkle the bell and go into the shop. Welcome to the World Stock Cabinet. How can I help? Oh, morning. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a few bits and pieces. Uh, I've I've got a few recipes. I'm looking for uh, reagents. Well, a couple of things. Either how much uh, the stuff I'd need for this. Pop down the recipe for the basic potion of healing. Mm. Uh, oh yes, we, we yes, we can quite easily cover all of that. Yeah. Um, how many doses uh, batches are you looking to prepare? Uh, I don't know. I guess can can I make it in bulk? Oh yes, uh, yes. If you have a, a large enough cauldron. Uh, though of course, I, I I meant more quantities. Are you looking just to make the the one? Oh, maybe maybe just to start with, just to. Yes, I can uh, offer you uh, the, the the full ingredients there for twenty five gold pieces. Okay, and just out of interest. <laughs> Just out of interest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, pop down the be- uh, the bottled smoke recipe just 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 to see how much that would cost. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a very interesting one. Yes, that will only come to uh, fifteen gold pieces for that. Oh, good to know. Shall I gather the ingredients for both of those? Do you know what? I think for the moment, because there's one more thing I need to, I want to get. Uh, can I just get the ingredients for the bottled smoke? Just the bottled <laughs> smoke. Absolutely, the fifteen gold pieces. Yes, please. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, and they start moving around each of the little shelves in the room and, and start gathering little vials of things to give to you. Eventually comes back with a with a very small little package of ingredients. Thank you. I'll pop down 15 gold. Uh, pleasure doing business. And uh, please come back anytime. More than more than happy to see burgeoning alchemists amongst us. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, uh, okay. I'll, I'll come back next time I'm in the town. Please do, please do. Tinkle the door. No. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I know it's pointless, but I would really love to make the gallows cough potion. I'm not gonna, but mm. that's what it makes me want to do. Completionist. Like, actually what? make it. <laughs> but not. Baby David, if I've got time, mm. I've got one more shopping thing I want to do. Sorry. Shopping episode part two. Just what <laughs> our audience were looking forward to. <laughs> more holidays. Um, I'm looking to buy a pearl worth 100 gold pieces. Ooh. Make an investigation check. Yeah. Natural 18 for 25. 25, oh. yeah. Um, and for ease of time, I'll say, yeah, you find yourself in a in a jeweler's shop who quite happily sells you a pearl that they have for 100 gold. Nice. Thank you. Shopping done. Shopping done. One tiny thing. Mm-hmm. Could I have... Very basic. Um, I just realised I didn't choose my third country for level four. I chose prestidigitation. Um, and as such, as a minor thing, I want to have a basic book of the arcane to read on my travels. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you got uh, that. Is in you want to go buy one or just... yeah, let's go buy one. Yeah, like you, you wander back to bibliosity. Yeah, yeah, you find a. a... A, a really basic book for five gold pieces. Sure. That, yeah, it just teaches you some like little little wizardy things. Cool. Before I go, is it mm-hmm. cheating to do one more flower check on the flowers? What? Or have I missed my opportunity to do that now? Lots of people are taking down the decorations from the day before. Some of them are still up, so you're welcome to do checks yeah. on like as you're wandering through the streets. Yeah. Yeah. What do I add to it? Uh, your charisma. Seventeen. Seventeen. There are a few flowers that you think look similar. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing with seven petals, though. Okay. There's a few that sort of similar shaped sort of petals. You get excited, but then, like, as you count it, it's, only, it's, it's either five or a six. Sometimes yeah, it overshoots, and it's like an eight, even, that you're like, mm. No. Cool. Thank you. What the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I love about these flower checks is how involved Daryl is. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you're like, what does it mean? What does it mean? I just like the mystery. (laughs) But yeah, no, unfortunately, like in all the bouquets and things that you look into, there's they're not quite. Thank you, Gwendolyn. Guys, are you you buying anything else, or are you all quite happy to start setting off? Stocked up on rations, and I'm just uh, daydreaming a little bit uh, whilst I've been sat around, just tuning my loot. And we've all got rations, right? I've just written down that I've got rations and taken the gold away. (laughs) (laughs) In a roleplay masterclass. (laughs) That was the Oscar goes to Vicky Gaskin for her portrayal of person buying rations. Three gold. And, and paying for them. <laughs> Audiences um, say I could hear the gold pieces landing <laughs> in the till. Um, so you all gather together and make your way slowly out of the city. Is there a marching order? How are you travelling? Anyone riding Bessie? Well, I never mind riding her, but does someone else want a turn? Take turns as we go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bessie can take two at a time. Uh, yeah, exactly. She can. I'd, I'd walk. I'm pretty heavily, fairly heavily armoured. It wouldn't be fair on the poor animal. I'll walk. I feel like I've ridden her for quite a while now, guys. I'll, I'll let you guys take over for a bit. Go on, Orin and Gwen. Hop on. Uh, okay. I'll just play my loot <laughs> in the back. Orin's in the front. Um, are you heading for the next town over? 
uh, that's marked on the map, which is called Rost Hall? Or are you moving sort of more directly towards your destination? Rost Hall is kind of on the edge of the Lake Ward, so it's sort of maybe a good uh, stopping point. But you could circumnavigate it a little bit more and head more directly northward. We could get information from the people. Yeah, yeah. We, it's not that far out the way. No, no I think no, it can't do all. any harm. No, no, Rostall is maybe like three three or four days journey, basically. It's not far at all. There's, this area is a little bit hillier than, than the, the trip from Tillersham over. So, you know, there's a, there's a little bit of going up and down. But if you're heading in that direction, like the road itself is very obvious and very well worn. So in that, you quite a lot of the time don't have to think about how it is that you're traveling. You just sort of follow the road. While we're going, I think June is going to get out the wand from... Lady Vondell, the starry wand, and just sort of see what it does or if it does anything. So she's just going to sort of try and gingerly but gently point it at a tree. Oh, amazing. Um, as you do so, there is um, a little arcane sort of energy that sort of fizzles in it. Uh, the little stars light up and then a little burst of glittery colour sort of bursts out at the end, like silvery and, and yellows. Uh, and as it hits the tree, the entire tree just like ripples with a, with a silvery outline. Um, it reminds you quite a lot of, of the way Gaius has used uh, fairy fire previously. Ah. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Nice. Oh. That's what it does. <laughs> Essentially, it's uh, called uh, the Wand of Revealing, and it casts fairy fire. You can do that three times a day. That's handy. Hmm. Especially when the spell slots have been burnt up and we're in a desperate <laughs> situation. Yeah, yeah. That's a handy spell. Yeah, as you're sort of travelling out on the road, is there anything anyone wants to talk about? Are you sort of uh, keeping quiet? Gaius, I assume, is just playing lots of music to people. <laughs> when we were sat around um, with the flowers and we we asked Orin a bit about his family, Gaius, we didn't get around to asking you about yours. Gaius, like, plays a slight off chord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my family, like... Uh... Well, you know, I'm, I'm not from around these parts, and uh, my family were a bunch of bards, you know, big old company. Like, mom was a great performer. She was a juggler. She was the best juggler. She could juggle anything. Like, you know, she could juggle uh, uh, candles that were lit, and she, they would, she would blow them out one at a time. And dad, oh, dad was awesome. He would, like, throw swords in the air, and he'd catch them with his teeth. And then my, uh, my sister, she, she could breathe fire. And then my uh, my little baby brother he played the he played the loo as well, but not as well as I as I. Wow! Insight check. Yeah. Fifteen. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's not telling the truth. <gasps> well, that that sounds interesting, guy. It I don't. It almost sounds like a storybook, like it's not completely true. She kind of gives him like a little look that's kind of like. Hmm. <laughs> All right, okay. I didn't want to say this, fine, but my baby brother is actually much better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fine. If I mean, guy, you can you can share with us what you want to share with us. Um, I just want to get to know you a little bit better. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, I, I'm telling you the truth. Promise. <laughs> she looks at him with big eyes. Oh, yeah. You promise, do you? Yeah. And he goes back to like playing his like loot. <laughs> Gwendolyn just kind of chuckles and it kind of gives him a pat on the shoulder just like that says, I know you're lying to me, but it's okay. Guy feels a, li- a little bit of a heavier feeling in his chest. Like he's just, for the first time in a very long time, he's told a lie and he doesn't feel good about it. <laughs> and that's it. Mm. Um, 
at some point in the walk, mm-hmm. at some point when he's away, Orin will just sidle up to Guy. I'm assuming that conversation was public. Was that conversation public? Probably. I yeah, I, fe- I feel like it was more like, yeah, tell us about your family. Yeah. 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 Okay. Some point then, Orin will just, at some point, walking along, sidle up to Guy and just go, "Do you remember in that in that room in the Vondels when the table went weird and we all saw bits of people's lives?" Oh yeah, yeah. I, I uh, yeah. Who did I see? I saw like some weird. I think it was Juna, like part of Juna's life. That was crazy, man. Right. Yeah. No, I just had a little look into your life. Just, I just thought I should let you know. You know, I don't want to seem like I'm prying. Just saw you and your mum. That's that's all. You saw my mum? Whoa, whoa, when? Yeah. When? Well, in in the vision. Yeah, but what, like, what, what, what happened to her? Well, uh, she was talking to you. She seemed pretty proud, to be honest. Of okay. You. Oh, she was proud of me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah, my mom thought I was a great, my mom thought I was a great, uh, a great singer. She really did. She thought I was, uh, the best of the best. And, uh, we, we didn't come from, uh, places, you know, we didn't come from a place where, like, that wasn't necessarily valued. And, uh, yeah, she just, uh, she just really appreciated it. And, uh, that's, that, that stuck by me for a really long time. I gotta think about mothers, I say really loudly towards, <laughs> in the direction of Gwen. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I think everyone should know that, ma'am. That's a terrible accent. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's nice. That's nice that you saw uh, a nice part of my life. It's been a few ups yeah. and downs, but like, yeah, you saw a good. You saw a good thing just then. Yeah, she seemed proud. You know, that's that's a nice thing. Yeah, she was a great, great gal. You say was? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, she's not around anymore. Sorry, sorry to hear that. Yeah, you know, she's uh six feet under, she's dead, she's uh hey, what you gonna do? It's uh it's life, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. And he's like looking down at his feet. But okay. Um I'm sorry to hear that guy. But she seemed like proper proud of you, from what I saw. That's that's a nice thing. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I f- I forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. That was uh that was a really good day. Good. Sorry, I can't share it with you. <laughs> well, you did a bit, and that's uh, that's nice. But yeah, that was a, that was a weird day. Uh, what was happening in it? <laughs> I just saw a party and um, you performing, I think, and uh, maybe doing some magic. Uh my mom and dad had like a really, really good day, and like she had a lot of her friends around, and I can never remember like what the thing was that she did so well, but. <sighs> Yeah, she had all her friends around and stuff, and uh, I didn't do magic necessarily, but, like, at the time, like, you know, no one really was interested in, like, music and that sort of thing, and then everyone was getting really sleepy, and the fire was getting low, and then I, I sang this song. I was, like, poor, probably, like, eight years old, little scrapper underneath <laughs> the table, and just sort of popped out while everyone was relaxing and chilling, and, uh, and I sang a song, and, like, uh... Yeah, that was that was when mom that was when mom said that uh I cast a spell over everyone and that was magic and uh and everyone gave me a round of applause and uh that's when I knew that like uh I had a gift for music. Yeah. And she wanted me to spread that with the world. And uh yeah. Unconsciously he just starts to play again that same song, just very delicately as they're walking. What about you? You gotta I know you mentioned that you uh gather things about 
home and family you weren't really happy about. But like, you know, same with me. Like, not all the days were good, but there must have been a good day at one point. Do you remember any good days? Uh, well, I don't really remember my family at all. What about like a day growing up? When you were your young scrapper? Uh, I guess... Um, well, there were some... There were some better days. I, I, I got a question for you. When did you get yeah. to be so, like, into, like, fixing things and making things? And, like, uh, you know, how did you get into that? You could have been a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, but instead you came up with being a tinkerer and an <laughs> inventor of things. Like, where did that come from? I, I don't I don't know if I'd have been a very good butcher or baker. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I got into it uh, a few years ago now, actually. Um... I tried quite a lot of other things first. <laughs> uh, uh, like none what? of them. Uh, well, I did a bit of smithing and um, a few other bits and pieces. None of them really. None of them really seemed to stick. Uh, wasn't. Don't know. Didn't quite have a natural aptitude for them. I guess. Uh, tinkering, messing around with stuff though. Mm. That just kind of that makes sense. Uh, it's always kind of made sense, I guess. Like, you you get a, a a thing in your hand, a contraption, a thing that's broken, and like, I just I just know how it's broken and what I can do to fix it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I get that. It's like with a song when you hear like a song that isn't complete, and you think I need to fix that or finish that, and then you write the rest of the song, and something just clicks in your head. I suppose. Yeah. Like, I can see how it's meant to look and how it's meant to work, even if bits of it aren't there or or I haven't quite figured it out yet. Like, like you can see it almost, like, tells you what it wants to be sometimes, like, and how it's meant to work. That's really cool. How old were you when you when you thought this, when you started, like, you got this epiphany? Uh, I guess, well, I don't know. I was, um, I suppose I was in, I was in my teens. Hmm. I guess if I really think about it, I don't exactly know how old I am. No way. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you're quite young looking, and like, uh, can I? Yeah, David. Can I, I make no, an I mean, I know that. How old, like, do I, how old do I think he looks? Um, probably looks late teens, early twenties, maybe to mid twenties. Okay. It's hard to tell because even though Orin is human. Like, he is much shorter than most humans, so, like, that is slightly throwing you off, that it makes him look younger a little bit. Okay, yeah. You always have quite a youthful face to you, so I always assumed you were, like, the youngest of us. Uh, I don't really know how old everyone else is, to be honest. Well, I'm, I'm, I give or take a year or two, I'm about, like, you know, 26, 25. Oh, right, okay. uh, And Kidu, I mean, yeah, to be fair, not best person to ask first, uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, his his keeping track of time is questionable. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. <laughs> uh, However, he old he thought he was plus six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Gwendolyn, how old are you? Uh, I'm twenty. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That that tracks. Yep. And uh, <laughs> uh, well, we all know that Juno is is a, is a very healthy thirty six. You know, she's absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and and you should never ask a no. Give her a take. But of course. I'm not ashamed that I'm 200 years old, give or take. <laughs> I'm proud of those years. What about you, Warren? How old are you? 
Um, <laughs> Ben desperately tries to figure out how old actually Oren is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess I've always sort of assumed I'm about, I'm, I guess I'm 24. Making up numbers, guys. Making up numbers. <laughs> Making up numbers. It's canon now. It's canon yeah. now. He's 24, or at least he thinks he is. Yeah. Well, there you go, see? Like, you've already created amazing things in the space of your years, so imagine, give yourself an extra 10 years, who knows what you'll make? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the plan, anyway. Yeah. Make cool stuff. Just remember, with great power comes great responsibility. And I came up with that. No one else did. <laughs> Insight check. No. Spider check. Spider. <laughs> Are my spider senses tingling? <laughs> Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We are back with our first episode of 2021 and we are delighted about it. As you know, we've been trying to work out a release schedule which is sustainable for us alongside our other commitments. So from now on, the last Sunday of the month will be our Sunday off from the main storyline. Either we'll be having a break or we'll be releasing fabulous bonus content. For example, on the 31st of January, you'll get to listen to our next instalment of No Small Questions. Talking of no small questions, we are going to be trying something a little different this month. If you are one of our Patreon subscribers, you will be invited to join us on Zoom on the 20th of January at 8pm GMT. Superfan Sam will have David, Vicky and guest player Sarah Gain in his hot seat, ready to ask your questions sent in via social media. However... Patrons joining us on Zoom will have the opportunity to ask their questions to the cast in person. Now, if that sounds like something you'd love to join us for, you are in luck. To help kick off 2021 with a bang, we are offering you a brilliant bargain on Patreon access. You can pledge as little as £1 and get access to all Patreon perks this January. To sign up, go to patreon.com forward slash no small roles. Click on become a Patreon, scroll down and choose one of our existing tiers, or scroll further and click on make a custom pledge. To make a custom pledge of whatever you please. We already have some marvellous stuff on the Patreon, so why not take advantage of our January sale and check it out? You can also find more information on our social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook by searching No Small Roles. Roll spelt R-O-L-L-S. We are so thrilled to have some of you already signed up to our Patreon. This week, no small shout-outs go to Shantony Humbier, Matt Hudson and Hannah. Hopefully I have pronounced those all right, but if I haven't, let me know. You all have our eternal gratitude, our heartfelt thanks, and we are sending big love and big roles your way. As always, if you are enjoying the podcast, which if you've made it to episode 21 with us, we hope you are enjoying it. We would love it if you would rate and review us on places like iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's all from me for now. Let's get on the road again. (laughs) 
so the rest of the day um the weather is is actually quite nice sort of as it's sort of passing through spring that it is slowly getting warmer and so the rest of the day the journey is 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 quite comfortable for you all it's sort of some of you take turns riding riding bessie and then you rest up in the evening is anyone taking watch is Gwendolyn going to set up her yeah Gwendolyn always is setting up her little security system um sometimes she adds in some sticks just because you know she's still like that (laughs) fair enough uh, yeah, is anyone uh, taking watch at any point? No, oh, yeah, I'll take first watch. I'll take watch with him as well. Sweet. Uh, in which case, can the both of you make perception checks, please? Oh, that's not good. No. Three. Yeah, I got um, a seven. In which case, you notice nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nothing is that you're convinced it's a very calm, nice night. It's a clear sky, so the, the stars are shining down. Uh, are the two of you going to chat about anything whilst make some general chit chat? Um, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> From that, <yep. laughs> you, don't, you don't have to, just no, offer Nothing pressing in my mind. Just, uh, yeah, no, same. Uh, cool. Uh, in which case, you hand it over to whoever's up next for, for a watch. I'll take next watch. Yeah. Okay, we've got Noise. Noise. Uh, could both of you make perception checks then, please? Yeah. Oh, 21. Ooh. Seven. Oh, Gwen. I know. <laughs> Gwendolyn's kind of, she's she's got out gubbins where not many people are out, <laughs> and she's just like kind of like um, sewing like some extra like buttons onto gubbins <laughs> that she's kind of uh, just like anything she's like kind of, she's maybe taken a button off her coat and just like thought, oh, I just make gubbins' nose a bit more nice and... Yeah. Mm. Just to clarify, Gubbins is your sock puppet, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gaius hasn't met. Oh yeah, Gubbins. you weren't there. <laughs> uh, I just I just listened to an episode where like David like spiels what happened and I was just like, huh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Orin, with your twenty one was it? Uh twenty one. Yeah. That's the weirdest sense that you can still hear music. Like a like a, like a little pipe, a little flute. Mm-hmm. Just playing quite distantly. But it's a similar tune that you heard when Gaius made you walk 15 feet. Oh. oh. Gwen? Hmm? Gwen, can you hear... Can you hear any music? Um, oh, I don't think so. I'll just check it's not my music box. It, oh, yeah. No, that's closed. Um, Gwen listens very intently. Uh, make, a, make another percep- uh, perception check, Gwendolyn. Uh, 14. No, you can't hear any music. No, no, I can't hear anything. It just... ah, It sounds just sounds a little bit like that tune guys played on the pipe. I just can't get it. I just... I don't know. Maybe it's just been stuck in my head or something, but... Maybe. Um, Perhaps there's something that I'm not perceiving. Uh, <laughs> you seem a very perceptive person. I, I can't imagine there'd be anything you wouldn't perceive there, Gwendolyn. <laughs> I'm just... I suppose I'm a bit, little bit distracted, but I mean... Where are we? Are we in a forest? Are we in a field? Are we? So the landscape's been uh, fairly like hilly and grassland, and there's been a few little copses of trees. But yeah, you've probably set up just a little way off the road, sort of by Wild a few trees. Camping. Yeah, exactly. Like open field around you, though. I mean, perhaps it's something magical. You know, magic isn't really my strong point. Oh, that's the thought. Hang on. Um, I'll 
pull out my goggles and start spending 10 minutes tuning them to magical detection, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gwendolyn's just trying to listen really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll tinker quietly. I can see you're trying to listen. She's just like cupping her ears to like try and increase their ability. And they're already quite big ears. So she's just like trying to make them really big to hear everything. Um, so beyond when you sort of put your goggles on, beyond the, the things that you would have expected anyway, there are a few extra new pings of magic mm. amongst your group mm. and the first is your book of notes your your little book of notes is pinging up as a, a conjuration sort of spell which makes sense with uh, with its message sending quality the other thing that uh interestingly is uh magic is juna's tea caddy oh is juna asleep Juna's yes. asleep currently yes and so is ruana they're cuddled up together oh. can i tell without picking up the tea caddy is it the tea caddy itself that's magic um yeah it is the tea caddy itself it's giving off a slight conjuration feel you know that tea caddy you got juna mm-hmm. was it did they tell you it was magical i mean i did tell them that my my friend liked magic and so something magical would be useful but they didn't tell you it did anything mm, no not not particularly I know that, that there's the focus thing in there, but, but that's inside it. I mean, you're saying the actual thing is magic. Well, it looks to me like the tin itself is kind of glowing. Can we pick it up? <laughs> well, yeah, it depends. Uh, how how tight we... is it to <laughs> I was going to say, Juno, where have you kept it on yourself? Uh, just sort of next to her. I don't think she's particularly like clinging onto it or anything just sort of like with her bags and stuff yeah, yeah. perhaps we could investigate and then we can tell juna with a surprise or maybe we should yeah. wait maybe yeah i don't well we could i've got a little bit of an idea um yes hang on let me pull out my um he reaches into his bag and he pulls out pulls out the little pearl that he bought in the shop earlier today and sets to work with the goggles for a, for a about 10 minutes fiddling around until eventually this sort of like a little like focusing dial sort of attached to the front of the goggles with the pearl in the middle of it and then uh, pops the goggles on clunks the pearl into place so he's sort of looking sort of through the pearl uh, through one of the the lenses of the goggles uh, and cast identify please nice this whole time Gwendolyn's just been like so excited but like trying to like not just touch the tea cat even <laughs> like I want to know what it is <laughs> um <laughs> So as sort of you, yeah, identify, you you start seeing almost like design elements sort of appearing around it in an arcane fashion that that are very, again, very similar to how you've scribbled notes for yourself beforehand. And just slowly and surely they they, they sort of start explaining how how this little box works. And it is a tea caddy of holding. (gasps) No way. Uh, You get the impression it doesn't necessarily hold a lot of things uh, but it can hold 10 items uh, and if you lift the lid thinking of the item rather than the tea being there the item will be there instead oh my goodness okay um Gwen Gwen yeah Gwen. yeah yeah tell me Orin tell me Gwen. tell me um, yeah uh, Orin uh, 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 watch this and <laughs> uh, he's gonna pull out what's he got what's he got on him come on dude you beyond <laughs> Come on, DMZ Beyond, don't fail me now. Uh, <laughs> what does Orin own? I don't know who's more excited, Orin or Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. I'm so excited by this. I'm really excited. I thought that maybe I just hadn't spent enough money for it to be a tea caddy of holding. Did you? No. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Oh, my God. 
That is so, such yeah, a cool in a, in a thing. slight explanation to listeners is obviously I did have a, a bit of a discussion with everyone as to what they might have wanted to buy their their gift recipients. So there was a little bit of like options available and depending on what it is that they were searching for, they came across things that were to their liking. And yes, one of the things we discussed with Grace was tea caddy of holding but this is when she's learning about it which is fun Yay, that is a bit of magical really cool. item homebrew oh, oh, yeah um yeah i mean orin's got like hammers and things about yeah it, yeah yeah it? yeah. there we go yeah sorry i don't know why i literally forgot anything about my character <laughs> i feel like guy asked him lots of questions and it all fell out my head um <laughs> yeah he'll pop a, he'll pop a little hammer in and he'll mm-hmm. shut the lid and then he'll open up the lid and show gwen and i assume the hammer's not there no it's just a tea caddy Gwen, 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 Gwen. What? Yeah. Putting the lid back on. Think of my hammer. I'm thinking of your hammer. Okay, okay. Open the lid. Open the lid. Open the lid. <gasps> and yeah, the tea is gone, and in, in its place is, is the small hammer. It's your small hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not the cool thing. <laughs> the cool, the cool thing is this is a magical tea caddy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This can like hold hold things like more than just tea. Oh my goodness, June is going to love that. She loves getting things. Oh my <laughs> She loves tat. <laughs> loves some tat. It's just it's gonna be a tea caddy of hoarding. <laughs> hoarding. <laughs> oh look, and there's an optional strap as well. Oh wow. <laughs> It was one of the items already in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to think it's of it. For, for the evening wear. It's like a clutch. Wowee. <laughs> so, Orin, aside from discovering the, the, the magical nature of the tea caddy, the other item that pinged up in your group was Gaius's new pipe, mm. his new flute. And that was giving off an enchantment sense when you cast the spell earlier. That's what you noticed. Oh, right. Okay. So I noticed the enchantment was coming from his pipe. Yes. Again, like, assumedly you've seen, like, whereabouts he's put it in his pockets and bags and things, and the enchantment aura is coming from it. So listening to the sound again, listening out really carefully for the sound, does it feel like that's where it's coming from? No. It feels like it's just in your head or really far away. I still feel like that music or sound is coming from somewhere still, Gwen. Hmm. You can't hear it at all. I can't hear it at all. Um, hang on, Perhaps one step. Perhaps you're just oh. too tired. Well, I'll tell you what, it sounds a little bit like this. I'm going to use magical tinkering, if I may, to produce a non-verbal sound. I'm going to uh, hold a quill to the lid of the tea caddy for a minute and play it almost like a record player and just play <laughs> play the sound louder, the one that I'm sort of hearing in my head. Yeah, uh, Juno, can you make a perception check? Okay. <laughs> While she's asleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're sat next to her playing music. <laughs> oh no, we're uh, these people. 14. <laughs> the two youths. 14. There's probably enough to wake you up, actually. Just a little bit. Uh, so you like open your eyes a little bit and there's like Orin with a thing on your tea caddy suddenly playing like flute music. What's going on? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Sorry, Gina. Sorry. Gina. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, will we be really loud? Why are you playing Orin. music in the middle of the night? <laughs> Orin can hear it in his head, but I can't hear it. Yeah, I'm hearing this weird musical sound. It's a bit like Guy's flute from uh, oh. yesterday, the day before, four days ago, 18 days ago. Time. When was it, David? <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it's a bit, like Orin, a bit like Guy's flute from yesterday. <laughs> oh, so this is the sound that's in your head? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm hearing, but like really quiet and faint, and and Gwendolyn can't hear it at all. Oh, I, I'm assuming I can't hear it either now. No, beyond like Orin playing it again, you can't hear. That's weird. Yeah. Can you hear where it's coming from? It just sounds like it's distant and from no specific direction. Am I right in thinking? Yeah, no, like just just really far away. Just sort of around everywhere. I, I don't. I don't think there's anything we can do about it. Um, Maybe it's time you got some sleep, Orin. Yeah. See if it's still there in the morning. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Okay. I don't mind staying up a little while longer, anyway. Okay. I don't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't done a watch. Me and Ruana can take the last watch. If you're sure. Yeah. I'm just you... going to finish off what I'm doing, um, my sewing, but then I'll I'll go to sleep yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're happy. Stay up that. if you want to, but I'm fine. I'm fine staying up with Ruana. Okie dokie. Before Gwen goes to bed... Uh, June is going to take out the wand that she was checking earlier with the stars on and just say to Gwen, like, look, Gwen, I, I know you don't need this and I'm not giving it to you because I think you're going to need the magic in it. But I think you need this so that every time you look at it, you can remember this new path that you're on. So take it. You oh. may never need to use it, but I want you to remember that you're. I think you're on the right path. I think it suits you. Oh, Thank you, Juna. I, I might need a little bit of practice. I, it's um, perhaps you can help me do some practice. Yeah. Um, now, can I have yeah. a go? I'd point it at something, but mm-hmm. something quite far away from all of us. <laughs> what, what can I see? A, a, a tree in the distance? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's some yeah. trees. There are some like smaller bushes. Okay. Oh, I'm. Go- oh, I'm going to go for a small bush. Yes. Um, okay. Point it and mean it. Point it and mean it. Can you make an intelligence check, please, Gwendolyn? Sure. That's an 11. Yeah, so that's enough to cast the spell. Like, it takes you a moment that it doesn't quite work, and then after a while, suddenly, like, yeah, it starts almost vibrating, like, the the, the stars glow a little bit, and then the spark of, of glittery energy flies out, hits the bush. Ooh... That's pretty. Mm. But it's quite dangerous. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so don't use it use it lightly, but I think yeah, I think I think you're uh, it'll remind you that you're not who you used to be and you're who you're becoming. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Gina. That's that's really lovely. I've always been a bit of a klutz with magic, so <laughs> it's nice to think that you trust me with it. <laughs> I do. Uh, but if I do mess up with it, I will give it back. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Deal. Right. Well, I'll leave you and Rowana to it. She snuggles down uh, with Gubbins to sleep. Uh, Gina, if you could make a perception check, the last one. 13. 13. Yeah, again, the night passes quite nicely. Nothing of, of any danger alerts you. Um, you're quite happy sat there chatting with Ruana for a little bit. As the sun rises, I assume that you're making breakfast for everyone? Uh, yes. Um, yeah. And just for the record, Ruana is quite happy in her new form as an Almirage, mm-hmm. and she's quite happy to stay that way for the time being. Nice. Little, little bunny rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> so, all of you the next morning, having been awoken by, by Juna's glorious cooking, you set off again, and... The the sky is sort of clouding over a little bit more. Today is a little bit colder than it was yesterday. But the journey takes you through a little village that you decide to stop in as it's about midday. You know, you should probably stop and have some lunch or whatever. The village itself is, is only about 10 or 12 buildings big. Uh, it's really not much, more like a little hamlet. But as you're uh, sort of making your way towards the only tavern in the place, you do one thing that catches your attention, uh, all of you, is two soldiers 
stood outside the front of the tavern with a keg on a table and cups. They seem to be chatting to people. And these two these two soldiers each have red armbands with silver wings on them. Oh, God. Uh, and as you approach, like one of them waves to you and says, uh, oh, yeah, we're, 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 we're recruiting for, for Lord Berrien's army. Uh, would you like to sign up? A free drink? I mean, the drinks are on the house anyway. Help yourself to a drink. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, we're we're all getting behind him as he's he's the rightful king. That's what we believe. So one of the soldiers, a sort of a, a human, sort of walnut skin, sort of shaved head, sort of a little bit of like a like he's not shaved for a few days, so he's a little. It looks a little bit rough, but his uniform is at least quite well. Uh, next to him is a younger woman with sort of a, a chalky half elf with her hair tied back again, quite quite. Um, what's the word? Not refined. Strictly? Severe? Or steely? Severely? Or steely? She looks like a soldier. Uh, her hair... Regimented. She's tied, <laughs> regimented. That's a good word. Yeah, she's uh, she's tied her hair back quite a regimented way, so... In a Croydon facelift. Yeah. Um, and she looks she looks less sort of scruffy than the guy next mm-hmm. to her. But she's sort of handing out drinks to people and then gesturing for them to sign a piece of paper. Uh, and the, the chap's like, yeah, come on, grab yourself a drink. Sign up. We're not very thirsty, are we? No. No, thank you. No, we're, we're right. Thank you. I'll take one for the road. Why not? Guy. Yeah, all right. Here you go. Have a drink. Hands it over to you guys. As he holds it, Juna bumps into him as if by accident, knocking the drink out of his hand and going, Oh, no, I'm such a old lady klutz. Juna, what the heck? I'm so sorry. My... That's all right. We've got plenty of drink. You want another one? Yeah, no, I do. We're... No, no. It's just... <laughs> Juna wags her finger at Guy and says, No, we're not thirsty and casts messages message saying, do not drink it. <laughs> I'll explain why later. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you know what? That's true. You know, I've been really good and uh, I don't want those extra calories, you know what I mean? And uh, thank you very, very much for the for the free drink. No worries at all. Uh, we're just doing our part in uh, in uh, raising support for Lord Erlemus Berrien. You know, we uh, like I say, he's definitely the... The rightful king, don't want that Prevos, that Timon, whatever his name is. Ooh, blah. He can't be. He, he wants to He wants to ruin the country. That's who, what he wants. Who does, sorry? Timon Prevos. Timon Prevos. Oh. You know, he's half elf. He's an Alish sympathizer. That's what I think. Sympathizer with what? Well, he don't want He don't want a monarchy no more, does he? He wants to ruin our country, introduce back what we got rid of on a mortal uprising. Whereas uh, you could trust him, Berrien, to keep things as they are. Help us, help us folk who want to protect a country as is. Does he rule over, over this... What what town are we in anyway? What is this? Oh, this is Alfeld. Alfeld? Yeah. A H L F E L D. For some reason this man spells it out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Could you spell it out one more time? Because I didn't write it down. A H L F E L D. Alfeld. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I'll dismiss the H. So who holds dominion over this part of the part of the land? Uh this Lord uh I think I think this uh this comes under Lord Rostel's Rostel's uh place, but he is he is Considering supporting Lord Berrien, so he's uh, he has given us permission. And like, like if, if you're happy to sign up, then you should all be heading over to Berrien Fields and joining the army there. Uh, we had a rally uh, about a week ago, and we had such such glowing support from people. People have really got behind it. We had over a thousand people sign up for the army. Wow, oh, wow. were you there? I was not there personally. Yeah. No. Oh, right. okay. That's funny that so many people would sign up just. Just under their own influence, isn't it? Well, exactly. Uh, like that's how much they trust in Lord Berrien. Yeah, 
Can I have a look at the people who have drunk the drink to see if they yeah. do any of them look under more than the influence of some mild alcohol? Yeah, make an insight check. That's a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell. I mean, they're, they're all quite cheerfully taking the free booze. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and a few of them are signing up. Yeah, fair enough. I was wondering if you can enlighten me on something, friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, how is the royal selection to take place? Do people vote? Is there a contest? How, how is this done? Well, it is all down to the steward uh, deciding. Uh, and she checks checks out lineages to make sure that there is a, a suitable claim to the throne, which Lord Erlamus Berrien definitely has. And uh, and then I believe there's a blood test. And, and what is his uh, what is his lineage? So he is uh, second cousin of the third... Wait. He is three times removed from the second cousin. Am I getting that the right way? Three times removed from the second cousin. <laughs> he is, basically, he is a blood relative of one of the previous kings. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Through, like, because obviously the the, the last king had no heirs. So they're having to jump back. Uh, and he has a claim to the throne f- through that. You don't look like you've got much heirs either. <laughs> <laughs> like, on my head? What? <laughs> oh, hair joke. Right. Hair. Uh, because I've I got a couple of boys, but... Vicky's so pleased with herself. She is. I love it. This is what happens when I hang out with my dad on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this has been a uh, lovely uh, time. I'm sorry I can't uh, partake of your lovely and generous nature. Um, but we got a, we got a journey to go do you wanna, on. Do you want to sign your support anyway? You don't have to join the army. Obviously, like we would appreciate the the show of support because we think that would help convince the steward that that he is the right candidate. We've actually already signed up at Berrien Fields. Oh, were you at Berrien Fields? Yeah. So thank you, but we're already signed up and we'll be on our way. Yeah, we don't want to do anything illegal like writing it down our signature twice. Oh, I mean, uh, no, no, no. I'll check that out. You know, you don't have to worry about that. Why does he need an army? Is he expecting things? To get more serious and need to fight. Yeah, if uh, if Prevos is uh, is is to to make a move, so to speak, uh, then then Lord Berrien is willing to throw down on a battlefield to prove that he is the better king. I don't really know how that proves that you're the better king, but I'm not really into politics, so. Well, and if it comes to it, and if that other that other guy does get put in charge, if the steward is stupid enough to do that to this country, then. The standing army uh, that Berrien is is building. Well, we'll we'll fight to protect this place. So it's like a like a threat. Yes, it does sound like a threat. It's a show of strength, is what it is. Okay, like a threatening show of strength. Um, how, so how many people are there in this village? In the village, like um, like how many people can we see milling around? Oh, there's there's probably about sort of thirty people. Mm. Um, yeah, some of them are like some of them are going about their daily business. Some of them are clearly just enjoying the drink. Um, there are also quite a few, uh, sort of traveling people that you can see passing through who aren't necessarily like stopping. They've like clearly stopped like, like similar to how you have, they've stopped toward the tavern, mm-hmm. uh, to rest before carrying on a few carts and like tradesmen having pulled up. Friend, we have to be on our way soon. Yeah. There is yeah. a, just one last parting question as we leave. Why are you up here and also 
down further south in Berrien's fields doing recruitment and whatnot. Where does Lord Berrien reside? Oh, he, he's he's got uh, his 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 house is over in Forlos Vale in the capital city because uh, you know he is a member of the Lord's Assembly. Right, I thought so. Okay, we we heading up towards uh Rostall. Did you say Lord Rostall was the the lord of this area? That is right, yes. Okay. And is this the right way that we're we're heading towards Rostall? Oh yeah, just follow the main road along that way. Okay. Yeah, that'll take you to Rostall in uh, about a day and a half. Day and a half. Alright. Thank you for your time. Oh you're welcome. You sure you don't want to drink just for the road? Absolutely sure. Uh, not drinkers, is that it? We prefer the tea. Yeah. Tea totalers us. Oh we've got tea. Do you want oh, some God. tea? Let's no, leave. Go, 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 go. <laughs> okay, in a very short answer, what was that about? How come I couldn't drink the drink the booze? Because um, uh, Lord Berrien is drugging his followers. Yeah. Gwendolyn had a bit of a, um experience with some cupcakes, didn't you, Gwendolyn? Yes, yes. They were they were selling pretty much everything that we, they were selling at the uh, rally um, was laced with frosting. Yeah. And um, oh. I got a bit more affected by it than uh, everybody else. Yeah, that explains it then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoa, so the whole, f- the whole like, recruiting thing is, like, just a drug thing? A drug mm-hmm. thing? Seemingly. Yeah. That's what makes them so dangerous. Well, that's creepy. They're cert- certainly using it to help them get more supporters and very enthusiastic supporters. That's very yeah. creepy. I don't like the sound of this Berrien dude. No. And I feel like we should do something. I'm not sure what. I mean, it's a bit, it's a bit, a bit above our pay grade there. I think, Juno, like mm. hold your horses there. You, you, I, I don't know quite who you think we are, but Miss Thorn, that is one of my goals. Okay, everyone's getting a bit big for their boots. Um, <laughs> there's five of us. Big what for whose boots? This has always been my journey to see my brother on that throne where he rightly belongs. Okay, but. With respect, and Kiru, like, uh, before we go down that road, we need to go down this road first and, uh, see about, uh, see about these wizard things and see what we can get in terms of our money. And then, and then we can see about that. But the thing is, yeah, we, we need to get your brother out of your head first. Exactly. Of course. I'm under no illusions that I can accomplish this thing today. And no one knows that we exist. Well, I say we, as in everyone inside my head. So one thing at a time, but. I do feel the pressure of time when I see all these men, women, children under the influence of this corrupt lord. It's, yeah, one thing at a time. Yeah. Certainly gathering more information will will help us or help you and everyone in there. And she points at Enkidu's head um, <laughs> when the time comes for them to all come back out. Yes. And go on their merry way if necessary. I'm quite interested to know more about this Timon Prevos as well. He seems like he really wants to mix things up. Yeah. yeah. It'd be worth knowing what he knows. Do any of us know anything about him? Oh, yeah. David. Um, mm. He said the Ailish, right? And that's the um, Ailanders to the north. Yeah. I totally um, thought you said A-list. A-list. Yes. I did. <laughs> part of the A-list. The elves to the north. That makes way more sense. Um, I say Gwendolyn and Enkidu can make history checks. Okay. Natural 20. Oh. <gasps> Good, because I got a natural one. Hey. <laughs> She's so just Gwendolyn, not interested not in into politics. politics. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Kiju, from your time uh, training, there were some rumblings of uh, somebody else claiming to be 
Herish the Dotharan's child. Hmm. And, you know, you were a little bit worried that that was perhaps sort of circling in on, on, on Gil. But in fact, like, as more and more came out, it was another half-elf from further up the country that was making a bit of a noise and people were largely shutting him down. Mm-hmm. So you're, again, having had a little bit of a time jump, uh, you can imagine that it has gone from sort of an illegitimate heir to suddenly being a potential heir but suddenly everybody's everyone seems to be angry about him you're not you're not sure why that would that would happen mm, okay i just pass on what i know to the others mm-hmm. yeah what i heard mm-hmm. all those time ago all that time ago mm-hmm. i mean it sounds like he wants to shake things up from the way that they are let's parallel that with my brother gilgamesh if people found out about him they wanted him out of the way before he can make his claim are people angry at provost for the same reason Certain people don't want certain things about the king to come to light. Get rid of competition. There's so many variables. But anyway, I'll be interested to meet this man. Meet him? Eventually. Right. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay, Oren? Well, uh, just, I mean, you and Juno were chatting away about meeting kings and, <laughs> like, influencing world events. Yeah, that's kind of, kind of big. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a bit more concerned. I think I've got a stone in my shoe. And... <laughs> but they're brand new. I know it's all right. I can get it out. Hang on. Getting in the oh, okay. just... yep. <laughs> ah, yeah, there we go. I think I've got it. There you go. Now you can go and meet a king. Good. Yeah, go. ready now. Bring <laughs> it on. In one of the books I found in the library, Orin, a quote always stuck in my mind: "The journey of a thousand miles always begins with one step." I know it's a big road ahead of us, for everyone, but we take the steps that are in front of us and see where it goes. Yeah. Speaking of which, I've been struggling with this spell. Presti... How do you say it again? Presti... Prestidigitation? Uh, that's the one. Yeah, oh. I've been trying to copy that thing around your neck. I don't know if I can just summon it or... I don't know. I'm going off on one. Like, how do you... And I'm walking. So let's, let's, let's walk. Let's walk. I have a few questions about casting spells. What, are you asking me? Yeah. Okay. It's just general chit-chat. We don't have to rope like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rest of the journey is uh, it's quite calm. And again, you stop a little way out of the town, having decided that the village was not the thing Mm-mm-mm. for you. So you stop a little way on to, to have some lunch. Carry on through the afternoon and a little bit of drizzling rain starts coming down. David, if I may, every now and then on the journey, can I just have a listen and just hear if I can still hear the sound? Yeah, make a, a perception check. Cool, that's an actual one. Oh, God. <laughs> nope. Cool. Oh, okay. Seems to have gone. That's good. I'd like to take Enkidu to the side at some point on the journey and just say to him, Enkidu, are we going to live to regret not completely destroying that village while we had the chance at some point in the future? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Epthorn, I think there's something to be said about knowing our limits. And I think... Lord Berrien's time will come, but beating up a few drugged soldiers who don't really know what they're saying might not help us in the long run. But no, I, I get, I totally feel the sentiment. <laughs> I feel like oh this God. is, I feel like this is the thin, thin wedge of something that is gonna get completely out of control. It is, it is, which is why time is of the essence. So mm. <sighs> there's nothing we could do. He has thousands of people under his control somehow. And you see all the threads are coming together. Drugs coming in from the Warden Isles. The Hex. Lord Berrien with all this influence. It's, yeah, it's going to wind up to something big. But right now, I don't see what we can do. Destroying this little village of 30 people. <laughs> I don't know. It's how it, it's how it starts. 
It is, it is. But something is nagging at me, saying that this is not the way. All right. I'm glad we spoke about it. I'm glad you brought it up. It's nice to not feel alone in this thing. Gwendolyn is glad she didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the, the nagging voice is simultaneously the rest of us going, what? <laughs> Why are we back in kill the horse territory? <laughs> oh, Thaddeus. Uh, the night comes uh, and you rest up again. Who's taking first watch? I'll take the first watch. I took the last one last night, so... I'll take the first I'll watch again. It. Cool. Can the two of you make perception checks? 13. 23. Oh, nice. As the the two of you are sat, are you chatting? Are you playing uh, music at all? Are you meditating? What are you? What are you, the two of you doing? I'm I'm quite happy to have a have a bit of a musical interlude if you're happy to play. Yeah, I sure. I can take thing. you through a guided meditation afterwards, guy, if you fancy. <laughs> I would It'll be nice and fresh for bed. I would love that. Thank you so much. Um, would you also like to try a a cup of witch brew tea? You know what? That's the one tea? I wanted to try. So yes, I would. Um, give me a give me some recommendations. What sort of song do you want me to sing? Um, something jolly. Okay. Something with a kick. I'll do something jolly with a kick, but with a slight soft edge because everyone's sleeping. Nice. And it sounds a little like this. Insert music here. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> oh yes. Great. So making much me want to making me want to dance, but in a. <laughs> Kicky soft way. There we go. See, perfect. And um, I'd love some of that that that, that witchy brew. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the witch brew is uh, it's quite a spicy tea actually. It's got a little bit of a, a kicky soft <laughs> taste to it. It's quite fragrant. Whoever's making our branded teas is really gonna come to regret that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing very detailed notes, Ben. Good. Yeah. Um, as you're uh, resting there, though, Gaius gets to a point between songs. And Junior is a little bit distracted in brewing the tea and that. But uh, Gaius, you do watch as Orin stands up and uh, walks about 15 feet <gasps> just away a little bit. And essentially he's moved so that he st- stood roughly behind you. And he's sort of looking over at you. He seems very much asleep still. Uh, hey there, buddy. <laughs> what, you, what, you up to? what you up to? Do you want to go and watch? You got to open your eyes because this is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey Juna, does he sleepwalk? Not that I know of. Juna looks him in the eye and does the same as she did with Enkidu in the hope that it'll work and go, Orin! Yeah, you can give him a little shake to wake him up. Do does I wake he up? Wake up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Orin, you wake up finding yourself sort of stood in the middle of the thing, about 15 feet back from guys. Huh? You're right, Orin. You're sleepwalking. I don't sleepwalk. You did just then, buddy. Do you still hear that music? Orin. Uh, do I still hear that music? <laughs> Make a perception check. Come on. I can't roll more natural ones. Mm. 11. Yes, you do. Ooh. And that's where we're in. <gasps> oh, 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 Intrigue. Oh, that is creepy. have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn 
and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social medias. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. And on for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.